And how is everybody doing today? It's a beautiful Sunday morning. I think I'm going to go sit outside in the sun here when I'm done talking to you folks for a little while after I get a little bit of other work done. But I wanted to go live today as I'm enjoying keeping up with the habit because that's what my, my wife, Chris, and I do is we help people build habits. But I'm enjoying keeping up with the habit of being live and talking to people and answering some Q&A every single day. Not only do I think it's very beneficial to the audience, but I think it's very beneficial to myself at this time, too. Like, I really feel that this has been very good for me, um, being live about, about seven days a week. And any day we're not, like, on vacation or something like that, or it's not a holiday, we've, I've been live in the last couple of months. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you have also. Please do share the channel, like, subscribe, all that stuff. I did also want to tell people that you can get a very good deal on our coaching and a very, very, very good deal on our uh, consultation. The consultation, you get a month of the app weekly. Uh, you get a, a conference call with me. Um, and you can use the app to track everything you want. You're in a hunger management support group, which is where I keep track of my food and my activity and stuff like that. Um, and I'm about to go through, I, I reorganized a few things. I was going to do a different type of training block, but uh, I'm going to be you know, talking to people this week uh, on the hunger management support group about exactly how I'm viewing my training, what my actual goal is coming up here. So I wanted to revamp a few things. I felt like when I first started back again, it's like I keep uh, evaluating myself and I wanted to talk to people about this because we're about to get into this very interesting video to talk about the, what you do the day after a binge. Crystal and I coach people on a daily basis to help get them healthier through habits. And the reason why we do this is because one, we're physical fitness trainers and coaches and stuff like that. We're addiction counselors too, like not uh, we're addiction coaches, excuse me, not counselors. But um, we also, a lot of what we do is based around trying to keep me healthy, right? And we realized this past time, like I just, I wanted to try to like broaden my horizons and do a few other things uh, physically. And I, I think that that's important to keep going. So uh, I'm still going to be downsizing. I'm still going to be, uh, I'm just going to do the, uh, the athleticism different. I'm going to try to do like a more varied approach with, uh, you know, TRX some days, other days I'll do physical bounding stuff. I'm going to change. You can keep track of that there. You can, it's a very good deal on our coaching. We talk to people on a daily basis, weekly video conferences to help them keep track of their daily habits and help them, uh, you know, we have many people that are binge eaters. We help them control that. That's one of the reasons why we're talking about this today. So today, uh, now that I've given my spiel for the coaching and stuff like that and what you can get out of the app, even if you just join the app, I'm going to talk about uh, Samantha Joe. I really just started following her channel recently. Um, and she is doing the 30 day, no fast food challenge. And she just, she's talking about the day after a binge. And I thought it would be an interesting thing because one of the things that I focus on the most myself, uh, is that, you know, uh, I, I focus on my binge eating and I'm a little over two years between binges and I'm going to, uh, give this young lady some advice and hopefully the audience some advice on how to possibly, help her contain this and from uh, from there help contain her binge eating and her healthy habits, build healthier habits, that sort of thing. So I thought it would be a very neat opportunity to positively reflect upon this woman's journey uh, and to give my very candid opinion about some of the stuff she does. I have not watched this full video. Uh, I started watching it this morning when somebody sent it to me um, and I decided I was going to do a review on it. So I haven't watched the entirety of it. So, and I don't, and I haven't watched a whole lot of her content. So 
I'm not exactly sure what what to expect, what, how much I'm going to agree, disagree, what advice I can give or what I think about the person because I haven't really molded an opinion about it. Uh, for the record, even if I think she's some sort of total scam artist, I'd help her if she reached out to me and I'd help anybody. Our coaching does not discriminate uh, in any way. I, I don't discriminate in any way uh, about my coaching. I have coached uh, people of all genders, sexes, religions, uh, you know, orientations, whatever. I've, I've, I don't care about your religion. I don't care how you vote. I don't, I don't care about that. I want to get people healthy. And I, as long as you're willing to hear me say very truthful things, I'm good. I, I'll, I'll work with anybody. Um, Angel, how are you? Janet, how are you? Slash 2K, what's going on? Corey, how are you? Crystal, what's going on? Multi M Miss Gigi. VJ, how are you? Talks to squirrels, what's going on? Cookies, Cactus Patch, M, Fox, Fox, Amelia, Jack Batman, Desert Fox. How are you doing, uh, Aurele? How are you? I think I got that right. Um, uh, now remembering Alan's words, cheat meals, not cheat days. The thing is, it, there's really no cheating. I mean, that's the thing. Like, your bot, you're, like you're not going to – your body knows what you ingested. You're not going to just prize it. It's not, you're not going to cheat the system. Like, the only thing you're cheating is, like, the people – like, it's just the open lie to yourself and stuff like that. There's not really a cheat day. Your body knows what calories you took in. Um, so that's why – I mean, I, I really think that we should just view times that you eat just for pleasure and kind of not call it – not even put a negative connotation on it. Like it still should be the, a positive, like you're going to do this just for pleasure. Like you very clearly know that it's going to be just for pleasure because the food has no nutritional value and uh, it's, not, you know, too much of it can be not good for you. You know, like it's the same, like if we just treated like instead of it being a cheat meal, it'd be like just like you treat how you would be like treated with care. It's not really food. It's just for pleasure, you know, so uh, it's just for delicious taste. Exactly. It's just for the delicious taste. And that shouldn't be something that is demonized. Like if you can taste something delicious in portion and uh, in like in good ratio to the rest of your food, you should be able to. One of the, my biggest things, one of the reasons why we developed the hunger management method, which we outline in this book right here, it's kind of the outline of how we or in this book right here. It's kind of like how we outline coaching and stuff like that, right? I make sure I have something just for pleasure or more pleasurable every single day. Like I don't have something just for pleasure, like, but I'll have something sweet because I like the taste of sweet occasionally, you know, and that could be a sweet potato. It could be a you know, protein pudding, something like that. So it's not necessarily something that's unhealthy, but it's not necessarily, it's not needed for anything else besides that, you know? Uh, no. And everybody's different. At our coaching, we kind of build your lifestyle. Like we take you and your current habits, and then we just kind of adjust a little bit. We just adjust a little bit. One of the very first things that most of these people should do is real. If you want to focus on any habit, where to start? Like if you're looking for a starting point, where to start is with your hydration. It is absolutely the biggest bang for your buck. It's what we have all of our clients do right off the bat is focus on hydration. It helps control your hunger almost immediately, uh, or at least gets it under control to the point where it's reasonable, you know? And then that, and some, you know, you can use no morbidity, which is a safe and effective natural version or, or competitor, I should say, to these weight loss, harsh weight loss drugs that are out there. It is a non-stimulant, non-thermogenic uh, based for natural ingredients patented at clinically tested human doses, literally designed to help block the mechanism that makes you hungry 
and help with stress relief, you know, like, but hydration is the very first thing people start with. Anybody should start with that. You know, it's the easiest, most manageable, most actionable. You can start immediately today and get more fluid in you. And almost, you know, the vast, the vast, vast, vast majority of the population is, de- is chronically dehydrated. Like vast majority, you know. So we're going to go over this young lady's video. I want everybody, whether I, and this, for real, I don't believe I've seen too much of her content. So if, uh, you know, even if I, you know, go give her a follow, give her support in, in her journey to try to get healthy. We should support everybody. Support sometimes does, does mean we're not going to lie to the individual. I'm just saying that. So this is Sam, uh, Samantha Joes, the day after binge, what it's really like and how I pick myself back up. This is about 26 minutes. I'm going to play her at 1.5 uh, speed to start with. And then we might slow it down, but normally 1.5 for me is good. Um, for those of you that think that I talk too fast already or that we're going to listen too fast, you should maybe listen a little faster. Uh, you know, like you should maybe just pick up the pace. Uh, so I'm just, and I'm just being rude and funny and truthful and all that shit at the same time because you should. So I just called myself funny, which is weird because just my brain's working that way. Anyway. Uh, here we go. Samantha Joe. It's official. I'm a human. And I'm not perfect. <gasps> Pretty sure we all knew that already though. Typically, I would never put a day like this online. I shouldn't say never. It's not fun to be vulnerable and open up about things that you struggle with online because we're talking hundreds of thousands of people that can just weigh in and frankly, the internet tends to use it to make people feel less than. Being vulnerable. So the internet doesn't use shit. The internet's not an entity. Certain people that we choose to engage with uh, may possibly use shit you put on the internet as, you know, weapon against you. I am not a huge fan of when people complain about this. I mean, as somebody that spends a lot of, like, there, I, people that go into, like, your job is to share your life, uh, like, I feel for you, because that, that's not what I do. <laughs> it is absolutely not what I do. I do not, like, share my life. I don't want to share my life. I share a portion of my life. But my life is my life. I want to still be able to do what I can do. Like, I, you know, I, I want to be able to do all sorts of shit without having people think that I need to share every portion of my life, you know. And uh, a lot of these bloggers, their content is their life. So don't, please don't complain about then people having positive or negative connotation with it. Like, it is what you signed up for. This is not, I, I'm not, a, and I don't know how in-depth she gets in that. But I don't like when people claim victimhood about something that's completely optional. You know, like, I mean, it's completely, completely optional. So please don't claim victimhood about it. Like, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I've received, I, I've received death threats and shit like that. But I did still kept putting myself out there, knowing that that was it. You know, like, I could have at any given time, like. I've been, especially like the last three years, I could have shut up at any given time and my life likely gotten better, you know, like, but I don't think that that's, what's going to help people. So I accepted the fact that me putting myself out there was also going to result in possible, like, you know, ramifications. That's so please don't complain about that. Like just on a side note, just drives me crazy. Everybody wants to be famous online. Nope. Like, but they only want to be famous how they want to be famous. And then, and like, it's such a fucking victimhood mentality. 
fucking shut the fuck up. I hope I hope this this changes because this has already annoyed me. People online can definitely become a weapon. I know days like these are really hard for me. In the past, I handled the situation in a very negative way. I'm making this video because maybe if I had a video like this to watch, I would understand that it's normal to feel this way. I just think I would feel less alone without that being. Okay, I like that. Said yesterday was the first time in 23 days that I binge. You know, uh, already I can tell you, I, 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 might, I feel bad for this woman for it. Okay. Uh, I know what that's like, especially like she had a couple days going and like tw 23 days is a, for a lot of binge eaters, especially because I would imagine that she's like, when you're counting days for something, that means it's a struggle. So 23 days to stop binging. Uh, I would imagine that she has binged a lot, you know, fairly readily often. I'm going to look at this woman and say, I bet you she's, she had been a, a daily binger at some point in time. Um, just because she's fat, uh, and that's what it will do to you. Like a huge portion, like I don't, a huge portion of my maintenance of my weight loss, because I've lost close to a hundred pounds. A huge portion of my maintenance of my weight loss is not binging. I am two years and I'm two years and two weeks, a little over two, two years and two weeks past my last binge. So, I mean, I, I, I keep track, you know, I, I mean, I keep track track and it's just, I think, I, I think that that means she has before. Um, I just want to say to her 23 days, like is good. What I'm going to say right up here at the beginning. Okay. Well, which will probably be, uh, the biggest like theme of this video as I'm getting at this. So if you are like the next day after a binge, right? And especially if you are trying to separate yourself from binging, like you are trying to get days in between your, your binges, because for a lot of people, they binge every single day. A lot of people's daily eating habits is actually a justify, a mentally justified controlled binge. When you're eating four or 5,000 calories a day to make it so you're 350 to 500 pounds, what do you want to call that? That's a binge. That's a daily binge. You're binging every day. When you're that big, we should just call it daily binge eating disorder. Because when you're that big, if you're taking in four, five, six, seven thousand calories a day every day, that's binging every day. And most people, the vast majority of people that are 300 pounds, eat 3,500 to 4,000 calories a day. We should look at that as binging daily. We absolutely should. We should try to satiate ourselves on calories much less than that. 2,000 calories a day for the average male is going to end them up, unless they're very active, at about 200 pounds, which is obese for most males. Most The average male, that's, that's obese. 200 pounds uh, it normally leaves the person viscerally obese, at least, especially if they don't work out a lot. If they don't work out and they're 200 pounds, you can very much rest assured that if it's a male, that 200, a lot of that 200 pounds is being carried in their belly in the form of visceral fat. It's what happens, right? So we should call being that big daily binge eating. We just absolutely should, because we all know it's the absolute truth, right? But if you're trying to separate yourself from that, 
feed yourself satiating calories the next day after a binge. Do not over restrict. Focus on getting your hydration in. Immediately wake up the next day after a binge and drink water, a lot of it. Like if you normally start your day with 20 to 30 ounces, drink 30 to 60 ounces of fluid, get your day started full. And you are going to feel bad about you. This is an actionable thing. You are now waking up and you are taking control of your life. You're taking control of the situation by actually drinking more fluid. It is the number one variable that you can have actually something to do with. So you wake up and you immediately drink a little bit more of the water, more of water than what you normally would right at the very beginning. You are taking action to avoid a second day binge because you are going to feel bad from binging the day before. So you are going to take action from it. You are going to assure that you, in fact, are full. You are going to fill your belly with as much fluid as you, much water as you can. Then you're going to have an all protein, healthy fat meal. You are going to have any, you are going to have at least a third of the calories you would normally have. You are, you are going to make sure that you are satiated and satisfied. So if you normally take in 16 to 1800 calories a day, you are going to try to take in anywhere from 450 to 600 calories at a first meal after you filled yourself up. You're going to make it a highly dense protein, healthy fat meal because you are going to try to satiate yourself as quickly as humanly possible. Okay. And then after you are satiated, after you are satiated, you are going to sit back. You are going to continue to drink fluid the rest of that day. You are going to literally try to drink the maximum normal allowance that you give yourself a fluid for that day. You are going to sit back and think what led to this binge. You are not going to let the binge rule over you emotionally. You are going to stop, compartmentalize, and you are going to say, how can I use this to my advantage to avoid a future binge? You are then going to start analyzing it like it's a science experiment because then it's no longer an emotional hurting to you. You can look at yourself and say, what did I do yesterday that caused this binge? Was I dehydrated? Was I stressed? Did, what, what emotional factors happened? What, what, what are these variables can I control? You are going to write down, even if you need to, a way of you to analyze exactly what you did the day before that might have led to the day before or day before days before that you've, you know, that you had the binge because then you can possibly try to eliminate, avoid, or mitigate for future occurrences. You can try to see what mistakes were made because you should view it as a mistake. Yes. Should you let that mistake cripple you into making more mistakes? No, you should use the mistake to learn from it. And that's what we do with our coaching too. And we help people try to learn from themselves, learn from their own behaviors, learn from what, like how food treats their body, learn from the full food relationship. I just shared our link again for coaching. We've got a great deal for those of you on live right now. We've got a fabulous deal for coaching uh, and we can help you with this type of behavior because this woman binged after a couple of days and this is how you just binged yesterday. Michelle for the chosen, this video is for you then. For real, this video is absolutely for you. Wake up right now, drink some extra water, drink a bunch of fluid, drink some extra water, and then sit back. Think about if you have eggs in the fridge, some eggs cooked in butter, satiate yourself, sit down, drink some more water after that. And then what you will do is you will analyze why you binged yesterday. Now we're going to go back to this young lady's video.
which in reality should be something that I look on and say that's progress because before starting my fast food journey and before the new year, I was binging every single day, if not sometimes twice. My health was- That's awesome. That So it's not awesome that that was happening to you, but it's one, it's awesome that you admitted to yourself that you were binging every single day. Congratulations. Most people won't fucking do that, especially online. I, you know, uh, even though you started off a little rocky with me, I'm much, much more liking it, Samantha Joe. But congratulations on that. That's huge. To me, that is actual, absolute, absolute bravery. Like, because now you are actually admitting the actual fucking problem. You're not blaming it on society. You're not blaming it on anything like that. You are binging. You are eating too much. Out fucking standing. Um, and congratulations on your first 23-day stretch. Because that's fucking huge. That is fucking huge. That is a, a long amount of time. So congratulations. That is fucking enormous. That is That in of itself is very, very, very good. Like, very, very, very good. It is much better than every single fucking day. You, you, I'm super proud of you. You should be super proud of you. Let now, instead of it being that type of thing, let's make sure that we celebrate get you you know recovering from a binge. Like so now now you have something to celebrate today. Today is the day that you don't binge a second day in a row. When normally in the past, I would imagine that one binge normally sets you into a binge cycle, which it does for me too because I have all the stressors that led up to the binge, and then. I have the stress from binging. So that's one of the reasons why we tried to break the binge cycle by making it very analytical, which is what I suggest you do too. I was in a very steep decline. I don't know what switch got going in 2023, but I'm just so determined to live a different life this year and to really try and change. When I saw Sierra do her no fast food challenge, I said, this might be exactly what I need. I can't even begin to explain what this challenge has done for me. That's awesome. See, that's how, that's this is the energy we need. I had a bunch of people, be, they were pissed off that I actually, uh, I actually, you went over Sierra Joe's no fast food thing. Well, you you would be mad at this person if they were doing that, that person doing that. Like, first of all, I judge everybody differently uh, because I'm an actual fucking human being and I'm not some fucking lemming in the fucking woke mentality mob. Oh, here we're back. Okay. Uh, so what I was saying before, do I think there's something that Sierra Joe could do to make herself a little healthier? Yes. If she reached out to me and asked for it, I would offer it to her. I hope she watches all my content and I hope she understands that I mean the best for anybody. Uh, absolutely. I think that this young woman, besides doing the just 30 day of no fast food challenge, because I'm going to get to why I don't necessarily like the fast food challenge, but I also like it. Um, I think there's plenty more that she could do uh, to, to do a lot better with this, you know, but this is a start. This is a positive way forward. This is an absolute positive thing where people are starting to be like, hey, let's challenge ourselves to be healthier. And it's not even some sort of radically extreme health thing. That's another reason why I like it, because this shows that small steps can lead to big things. You know, I don't necessarily like that it still includes junk you can eat at home because it's only fast food. Well, you can cook like shit at home, too, like absolute shit at home. And we're going to get to that here in this video, I would imagine, also. But I think these are all amazing. This is the type of energy we need in society. We need like trends of like, okay, so I tried this healthy thing. So I tried to eat less processed food. So I tried to, you know, depend upon chemicals and or like other crazy stimulus and food to deal with my emotions. I didn't emotionally eat this month. I dealt with my shit instead. Like we need stuff like that. 
I mean, we, we absolutely need stuff like that. We need people to start challenging each other and supporting each other and that shit. I, if you think that I'm some hateful person from watching my, watching my content, you have missed the fucking point. I hate that people lie about this bullshit. I hate anybody. I, well, I don't hate, I hate them, but I have no respect for anybody that tries to in any way make it seem like obesity is not a choice that people can change. That is absolutely hurting people. It is unhealthy 100% of the time. If you think that people trying to pretend that being obesity is in any way not healthy, and we are so far gone, like over the tipping point of what actual obesity even is. Like the average man is obese. Reality. Like we're, it's not even the test holidays. It's the fucking clown show that like test holidays should be even be speaking about health. That's a fucking clown show. That upsets me too. But people that are trying to better themselves, I work with morbidly obese people every single day. As long as you understand, I'm trying to speak very truthful words. So you understand me very plainly and clearly. I am not trying to lie to your face. I am trying to be as respectful as possible because you are a full on ass adult and you understand reality around you. I pay people the respect of that. Like I pay people the respect of being fat is bad for you. This is reality. You, you weigh too much. It hurts you physically. Like gravity is pulling too hard on you. Your body, your skeleton, your muscles are not ready to take the fucking girth you have. I am trying to be nice about it. It's the people that are lying to you with the smiles on their faces, telling you things that they think they think you want to hear. That is the actual evil people. Like that is the actual problem. People telling you like you're fine at 300 pounds. That is an evil fucking thing to say, you know? So anybody starting any little, any journey that can get them even a little bit healthier, I am a hundred percent down and supportive of. If you want to take the next steps, Samantha, Joe, and, uh, uh, and the Sierra girl, I will gladly help you with that too. So I'm not eating fast food doesn't mean that my eating disorder goes away. And the past couple days, I've just genuinely been like overwhelmed in both happy and sad ways. Like I'm so grateful that I've been doing so well with my mental health, but at the end of the day, I suffer from depression, anxiety, ADHD. There's more that I'm in the process of working through diagnosis. Depression, anxiety, ADHD. Okay, so ADHD is not something you suffer from. It's something that you don't learn to live with. I'm just, I hate, I, mm. uh, ADHD, you, people do not suffer from it. You just fail to learn how to use it correctly. I'm super like, it is not a fucking disability. I do not, I don't even like when people call it a disability. It is not a disability at all, at, at all. Describing my ability to think of 20 fucking things all at the same time in, in intense detail and my ability to literally hyper-focus on something that interests me to the point where hours disappear, that is not something I suffer from. That is something that I am gifted with, that I just need to learn how to accept myself for who the fuck I am. I, you know, I find it amazing. I find it absolutely fucking amazing that people will medicate themselves to the nth degree for their ADHD instead of first trying to be as healthy as humanly possible and trying to deal with the ADHD, or at least moving towards that as a factor. People literally take an addictive substance prescribed to them by doctors. Adderall is a massively addictive substance. You would rather take an addictive substance than learn to live with this shit. And I, I, I mean, again, I don't like, there are things about like all of this, like I want to, we're going to talk about ADHD for a second because we're going to have an ADHD moment. 
there are times when all of this is not the fucking funnest. Like my ADHD sometimes is crazy. It upsets me sometimes. Like I will be in the middle of talking to somebody and fucking just move on to the next topic and not realize it until I realize I hurt that person's feelings. I hate that I do that sometimes to Crystal. I hate to do that, that I do that to the, even the audience sometimes because I know I do. I don't like doing that. It's something that just fucking happens, right? So there are things about my personality when it comes to my ADHD quirks that I wish I could change and I work on very focusedly on a daily basis. Right. I absolutely do, because it is not good to not be in the moment. I can tell you this. My ADHD is massively more under control and more at my disposal. You know, when I'm not taking in processed carbohydrates, I'm not taking in processed foods, I'm not drinking alcohol. When I'm when I'm trying to just, you know, when I'm properly hydrated, I get proper sleep, proper stress relief exercise. My ADHD becomes much more of a weapon. It becomes much more of like this tool I'm able to use and able to manipulate to the point where I'm able to, even with, you know, then add, a, add some like herbs to it, different teas, caffeine sometimes, or neurotropics that I'm able to kind of guide into like, okay, like I know I need to read a study and then be totally engrossed in the topic for like the next like four hours. So I'll make sure that I don't have a lot of caffeine in me you know, or I've had only had caffeine like three or four hours ago and I'll take some mental jewels. So I'm just like fucking zoomed in and I'll do it in the middle of the day because I know at the middle of the day, that's when I'm most apt to be hyper-focused because I've paid attention because my ADHD, again, is not something I suffer from. It's a tool I use to be able to accomplish the things I can accomplish. I don't necessarily like when people try to refer to having ADHD as some type of disability, when in fact, it is something that we should just help the person learn to use because oftentimes people that have the ability to multitask and pay attention to multiple different things like the actual like the actual potential for somebody with ADHD to be an incredible multitasker is immense why don't we fucking just go with that like make it so like we find things that are good for them to multitask with or things that they like that they multitask together i just i don't you know it's something that something to me like i just why why take a harmful medication about something that could end up being a positive if you treated your body healthily and managed in a healthy way and, and learn to live with and learn to use. Like, I don't understand why we even go to ADHD medication about people's brains working too fast. Like, like think about that. Like, for the most part, like, there's, a, there's different types of ADHD. There's high process, there's slow process, those sorts of things, right? But for a high, high process person with ADHD, why in the fuck you know, why, why, in the, why in the fuck would we like give them medication? Like, don't we want people like, like they think at a quick pace, let's find out how to use that for them. Let's find that's their superpower. You know, it's very fucking strange, you know, to me that instead of like, you know, we treat all these all kids the same, we get like, we feed them all sugar and shit like that. And they're wonder why, wonder why some of them can't fucking handle it. Maybe your kid on sugar, maybe your kid doesn't even have, maybe this woman doesn't even have ADHD. Maybe she just has processed carbohydrate poisoning. Most of obesity should be viewed as a poisoning. Like most of obesity is processed carbohydrate poisoning. If we just viewed it as processed carbohydrate poisoning, maybe we'd get a little bit more attention. But it's, it's not even processed carbohydrates. We could just call it most of obesity is processed food poisoning because there wasn't that much obesity before the processed food market. I, I mean, I can, we could have a whole other line of conversation. I'll probably do a couple of videos about this where I think we should view it that way. And that's one of the reasons why for this woman's video, she's taking out a lot of processed carbohydrates in her life, hopefully, you know, back to it, by the way.
diagnosis of that maybe one day I will share. But just because I have a good couple of weeks doesn't mean that those problems are just gone. 2022 was just full of depression episodes. <laughs> Usually the day after I binge, I'll either overeat again just because I already ruined it. So why not keep it binging? Or I punish myself by not letting myself eat. I don't think that I... Yes, those are both, those are very common. And as I said at the very beginning, those are both very common and very serious mistakes. Wake up, get plenty of hydration in you. Very first thing, take action. Wake up and say, fuck, I'm pissed I binged. I'm going to drink some fucking water. Fuck, I'm pissed I binged. I'm going to drink some fucking water right now. Fucking bullshit. Fuck, God damn it. So drink a bunch of water. I am going to eat these eggs because I know it's going to satiate me and I know it's going to keep me full for most of the day. That way I'm not going to overeat today too since I fucked up yesterday and I binge. God damn it. Why did I binge? Let me think about what caused the binge. That's get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. So don't undereat. Don't over restrict. You're not going to chase this motherfucker, right? The idea is to put days between it. So you don't need, you, you're not, this isn't going to be the norm. You don't need to make up for it. It's a fucking anomaly. It's like a holiday that you took unscheduled that you're pissed at yourself for allowing yourself to do so. But just because you ate 6,000 calories one day does not mean you need, like, you're not going to fucking chase it off. You know, give yourself, like, you know, satiate yourself, give yourself sustenance, allow yourself to be fed for the day. Like, don't you know, spend another day hurting yourself, even if it's the other way, because just over-restricting is just that, it's hurting yourself. You're punishing yourself for something that you should be using as a tool to learn from. The punishment's like already there. The punishment came with it. The punishment was the binge. The punishment was the excess calories and how you feel right now physically. The punishment's already there. You don't need to continue to punish yourself. You need to learn from the mistake to avoid the punishment in the first place. Easier said than done, I absolutely know. Either of those are the healthy, correct response. I laid in bed until 12 today because I felt so shit about myself. I very much so have been focusing on the fact that I messed up and I was doing so good instead of thinking about the fact that I went from binging every single day to doing it once in 23 days. And it was- It's excellent. And I'm very happy she switched her mind frame from it. So now I really hope that she tries to learn what she did wrong. Just on food in my pantry. I think what I'm taking away from me binging last night is I need to dedicate more time to myself. I've been so excited about everything happening on my TikTok and on YouTube and just the love that I have felt from you guys that I think I failed to take human moments. Nothing good is going to come out of today if I make it another bad day. I've been. Fucking, fucking yes. Yes. Fucking yes. Hell yeah. That is absolutely right. No, th th don't let it give you another bad day. Learn from this shit. That's absolutely right. I hope you got a lot of fluid in you it happened. So the way I react now is what's going to determine if I go down the same path I've gone down a million times before with this eating disorder, or I can take a step in a direction that I genuinely have never really taken before, which is healing. The path of healing is always harder than the path of destruction. It sucks, but that's the truth. I don't know. I'm just really over it. I've been preaching to you guys about being 1% better every day. And for me to choose to throw away everything that I've worked for this month, because I binged a singular time would be, that would be me going against everything that I've been telling you guys. I don't want to be- Very nice. And I mean, obviously this is a case where, a very rare case where social media, her social media following is helping her. It's a very rare case. That's the thing about complaining about the, the, the beginning is what I was on, but anyway. Someone that comes on the internet and doesn't practice what they preach anymore. So as scary as it is to vlog your hardest days, I think those are the videos that are going to have the most benefit. I don't want to be putting out stuff on the internet that is pointless. Every once in a while, I'm going to make y'all laugh. But I think there's a deeper meaning to the reason I was given a platform. And if it means putting myself out there in my most vulnerable states, sign me up, I guess. When I came downstairs this morning, my kitchen was a mess. A lot needs to be cleaned. I think it's a part of what built me up to my moment yesterday. I need to prioritize certain things better and just get on a better schedule. So today we're gonna clean everything. I'm gonna try not to sit down because I've learned once I sit down, I pretty much don't get mega. I'm gonna be very- Very good. No shit, very good.
That's a fucking super good habit. You know what that also tells me too, is that you should get your activity and other stuff done early in the day. Like you should like, you should make sure that earlier on the day is like your prep up for the next day. Like if you go uh, one meal a day, you make sure like, I have a lot of my clients when they, when they come to us, I have them like take control of a meal, no matter what, like make sure that meal is prepped. You can't all, if, if you're used to, if you're not used to taking complete control of your total eating, just plan one meal and have some variables for the other ones. You know what I mean? It just gets you started in the idea of planning. But uh, if you ha- if you know that once you sit down, you you stay down, try to like make sure that the, you prioritize the tasks you get done earlier in the day too. Gentle with myself today and be very intentional today about the things that I'm doing. We're going to make some fun food. I'm going to get my clothes put away. I'm going to take a nice shower. It's going to be great. Even though inside my brain, I'm so angry with myself. If I feed into those negative thoughts, I'm only going to end up in the same place that I've always been. You know what they say? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. I'm going to try and do something different today in hopes that it leads me down the path of a different outcome. If you're someone that struggles with your relationship with food or any type of ED, even though a lot of EDs are different, I do feel like we all share the same kind of thoughts and struggles. You're not alone. I love you, bitch. Even though it can feel incredibly isolating and lonely, I'm going to make breakfast and I'm going to try and come up with some fun things make for dinner. I'm still going to take care of myself today because I don't deserve to be punished for one bad moment. I already cleaned my kitchen. You'd be so proud. She's looking quite good. The rug is still sitting there from when you guys watch me switch it out. We got to change that. If you look around, there's just things that need to be cleaned. If you only knew the amount of clothes that were upstairs waiting for me to put them away. I definitely have a day. It's full of activities and tasks. I'm in a mental battle at the moment. The difference is I'm actually going to try and win it this time. So the cool thing is, and this is what I suggest everybody, she made it so she was very busy that day too. Like you want to fill your day. You want to be as productive as possible. You don't want to sit and wallow. You don't want to be like, why the fuck did I binge yesterday? What the fuck? I'm a weak piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Like run through all those scenarios in your fucking head, right? Because that's what that's what happens. Like you bit, like I like I know when I binge, I'm like, fuck, the fuck? I'm fucking, I'm fucking suck. It's like fucking so hard. Like, why the fuck is this this hard? I remember, I remember my last one thinking to myself, like, why the fuck is this this hard? You know, like I can physically make myself do all sorts of in, insane, crazy shit. But occasionally I have to watch a movie of myself gorging myself. It's because it really seems for me when I binge, it's like watching a movie of myself just shove food in my fucking face. Like it's bullshit, right? So it's very frustrating. But if you just wallow in that shit the next day, it just causes more and more and more and more stress to be released by another binge. It's just unproductive. So this woman's doing a great fucking job. Absolutely fabulous fucking job. I guess I should make breakfast. One hour later. Good. As soon as I turned off the camera, I just got sad. Because make a coffee because making coffee makes me happy. I turned off the camera and I got really sad because I feel like I'm trying so hard. And I should feel so good. And I have been feeling so good. I know today is just gonna be hard because I'm mad. Drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water. Myself. I just wish I was normal sometimes and didn't have these struggles. <laughs> the thing is you are normal. Like everybody has these struggles. Like I, even thin people have these struggles. Like I, I th- that's what I, th- I that's what I think like I think that there's a huge breakdown. Like, you know, like Fat people are like, you don't understand me. You know how hard I've worked not to be fat? I mean, the mental fucking struggle, the embarrassment of coming on fucking line and saying like, hey, you know, I've eaten myself this big because I wanted you guys to fucking click like on videos so I could fuck of, of me squatting heavy weight as a fucking middle-aged dude. The embarrassment of that, like the embarrassment of saying like I was fucking eating 10 McDoubles to be stronger every single day, like so I could fucking like you know, get social media clicks when I've got a fucking incredible wife and kid at home that want to see me around when I'm fucking 90. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, full, like to become, like, to, like, I really feel I grew up and realized, like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like, like what the, what the fuck is this shit? I grew up and was like, I'm, 
this is stupidity, you know? It was embarrassing as fuck. It's hard for everybody. Like, nobody has it easy. And I think this is a huge problem with the whole victim mentality of bullshit. People tend to think, like, like nobody else is struggling for some reason. Everybody struggles. It's social media. I know. I, I can tell you this. I promise you this. You are not alone in your mental suffering or your self-doubt or anything like that. Every fucking human being has that. I think it is much harder to have confidence in yourself in social media era than ever before because there is judgment worldwide. Like I have, I, you know how I, it's, it's fucked up to say, but I have a worldwide audience. You know how I know? Cause I have clients in Australia cause I have clients in Japan because I have clients, you know, in all over fucking Europe and all over fucking, uh, uh, you know, I have the only place I don't like big country. I don't have, have clients in is China. Like I have clients in, I've had clients in Hawaii. I have clients in Ireland. I've had clients in you know, UK. I get watched all over the fucking world. That's a humbling fucking thing. Like, I mean, we're like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, it it's so easy to feel down about yourself because you're putting you like we are in, we are exposed to so much more possible negative shit. It is so much harder to actually be confident in yourself. But you are not alone. Every, nobody is normal when it comes to their food, especially nobody is normal. Everybody is struggling a little bit in some way. I know very few people, Crystal may be one of a very few people that does not think about their food, that does not struggle with food or something like that, but there's other struggles. Everybody is struggling. It is the social media age. Everybody is. If everybody could just accept that everybody was, they could make better decisions, but everybody is struggling. Again, as I said, we should just view obesity as binge eating disorder, like we should just view the fact that anybody that is 100 pounds overweight, anybody 100 pounds overweight has an eating disorder. Why, why can we not, it is, why can we not recognize this? It is the biggest danger to our society. And we will not recognize that this woman here, she's super, seems super sweet. And I'm super proud of her. I don't even know her, but I'm super proud of her for this, the epiphanies she's having here. But she's got an eating disorder. She clearly does. And if she doesn't think, if she doesn't think in some way it's been like there might be multiple eating disorders, more than one thing can be true at one time. I understand people are like, well, I'm recovering from an eating disorder. And I don't know if this is her, but I get it all the time. People are like, I'm recovering from an eating disorder. Uh, and I that's why I eat the way I do. Like, motherfucker, if you're 100 pounds overweight, you are still in the throes of an eating disorder. You might have a separate one that we need to pay special attention to when we get you back to a healthy weight that you then don't over restrict. We need to pay attention to that shit too. Maybe you have dual eating disorders, but if you're a hundred pounds overweight, you are definitely eating too fucking much. It is definitely binge eating. You are because you are binging every fucking day, you know, and you're not alone. You are not alone. Maybe if I was normal, I wouldn't be able to make videos like this and to help you guys and make you feel less alone. Oh my gosh. Copy brings love to the soul. Another leaf beans in here because I think that they're gonna go stale. It always makes a mess. It's just like moth. I've been going to coffee shops every single day, so I haven't made my own coffee in a while. It's always so therapeutic, but I've been cutting. I've uh, and this is nothing against her, but just if you see if I'm making facial expressions, just watching people blog their fucking life. I don't know. I, I don't like. I, and it's nothing against her. I know. I know a lot of people watch this content and like these type of stuff, but no. Just not know.
cutting back on caffeine, so I refuse to have two cups of coffee a day. Does decaf espresso exist? Let me know. Then I can make a coffee at home and then go to the coffee shop. Or I can make my caffeinated latte at home and just get like decaf coffee at the coffee shop. Here she goes. Wells Fargo. Okay, so hopefully we get back to the regular content, con the content we're here to talk about. So nothing against her. And again, not absolutely nothing against you at all was the best thing ever. I wiped off my puck screen with a towel. How are you supposed to clean this puck screen? Because mine gets full no. on Amazon and order a new filter. No, no, Can you guys no. for a moment? That's the whole premise of this video, I guess. Don't give up. Anyways, okay, I need to eat something. I beg to differ. Even though it's far past. No, you needed to eat something. Breakfast time, I'm still gonna make breakfast. I've been loving avocado toast. Not even just forcing myself to eat avocado toast. I've been You should, just so everybody knows, she should have already eaten. She should have eaten at normal breakfast time. Okay, you should have, and, and the only thing, uh, starting your day off with processed carbohydrate, not necessarily the best idea either day after a binge. And I mean, I'm not chastising her. She's starting off with her normal, which I'm not even saying that you should be starting your day off with avocado toast every single day if you're actually serious about your health and weight loss, because you're starting your day off with a processed carbohydrate that enters your bloodstream much quicker. Even if you're using like the Ezekiel bread toast, it's still a processed carbohydrate that enters your bloodstream quicker, causes a greater insulin response with your body. It's going to have you hungrier all day long. And we manage hunger here. Like that's, this is what we do. We manage hunger. Uh, and that's what that, that's what the, you know, that's what that's for also i would like for samantha joe to reach out to me though um samantha i bet you i could have we can help you through no morbidity and product two coming up and uh some pointers and tips we can help you get to a healthy weight and have a healthy lifestyle like the 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 motivation is there like if you're as motivated as she is we can help you you know or if you if you're just if you're ready if you're at the point of acceptance of where you're at we can help you. If you're at her point of acceptance, we can help you. Absolutely. 100% of the time. Loving it. Loving it. I haven't hated avocado toast, but I haven't enjoyed it. I feel like I've truly perfected my avocado spread. It's probably nothing groundbreaking or revolutionary, okay. but it, nope. avocados is so special. Avocado has... Don't care. Can you just picture you can see me making my egg? I've actually had a bunch of you guys tell me that cooking oil is... And again, I'm not being rooted with the don't cares. I just, I don't, I, I don't care about your avocado toast. I'm not... Good. What else would I use? Like butter? Or... This year too, I've been cooking us breakfasts, but still. So wait it, wait it in. Waiting on my egg to bake. I do it now. Instead of put a little water in the pan. So let me show you how I make it. A few moments later. Oh shit. Made it in sandwich form before. Good for her. Oh, buddy. Good shit. I have to keep being productive. I just have to keep moving. No sitting. I'm really liking it. She did this video. One and, and she's doing a very good job, by the way. And and Samantha Joy, I hope this worked for you not to binge. I don't know if we're gonna get to this entire video here today. Uh but very like i'm super 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 like i i you're st keeping busy you should have eaten earlier like you should have started your day off with like all protein literally just some eggs eggs and butter boom uh, the day after a binge eggs and butter satiate yourself plenty tons and tons and tons of hydration um i wouldn't necessarily say a bunch of coffee if you're doing one cup one cup a day but 60 70 ounces of fluid should be in this woman already she should probably be drinking she looks like she's 250 pounds, 220 pounds. Uh, I'm not sure how tall she is, but you, she should be drinking about 200 ounces of fluid a day. You know, get 60 of that out of the way right off the bat, right there after you binge, but keeping busy, very, very, very good. Because I do think my house just not being in order is one of the things that's stressing me out. Like me not having time to do it. When in reality, I can make the time to do it. In my mind, me cleaning my house right now is helping prevent this from happening again. That's awesome. That's awesome. She's using it. She's using it as a learning tool. 
What stressed me out in the first place? This did. I'm going to take care of this now, today. I'm going to use the energy and keep myself busy today. That is so, that's such a fucking amazing thing. That is an amazingly good habit. Not just to avoid binge eating, but for everything. It stressed me out yesterday. What can I do to avoid it today if you can? Like, that's an amazingly good habit to get into just in life in general. But that's fucking awesome. So happy to see she fucking saw that. It does not need to be perfect. No vacuum. Ever since I got my new vacuum, it's become very satisfying. That probably is showing my age. Like, I'm beginning to enjoy vacuuming. I'm actually almost out of this. I can probably do December. I was uber depressed. Career-wise, I didn't know what I wanted to do because I just didn't have a passion for creating content anymore. I think you guys could tell that also. I was also just going through a lot in life and it was just a rough couple months. And one of the things that gets hard with my depression is like keeping things clean. Do you get where I'm going with this? Doing laundry. I had so much. You know, and this is not to be, this is not to be harsh to Samantha Joe, but I do wonder how much depression in our society is real or if it's just obesity caused, obesity driven depression. Like obesity, obesity biologically drives depression. So I wonder like how much of, of like, and this is, I'm and Samantha Joe, if you do watch this, understand, I'm saying this to you to hopefully motivate you to, to, to take this, the extra step. You've already taken one step with the 30 day, no 30 days of fast food. Like, I think we can do this in another way. And I'm probably going to make a video for the people that are coming off of 30 days of no fast food in general. Like I'm probably just going to make a freestanding video out of this, but I do think you should take, once you get off that for 30 days, you should be like, okay, no processed food for 30 days. Like, I know that sounds insane for people to think about, but if you just go no processed food for 30 days, even 15 days, it's a big thing. It's a big step. It's very telling and showing it, it how much weight you would likely drop is huge, but also uh, you keep talking about depression and your other your depression and other things too. I, your depression is very, very, very likely, uh, at least partially caused by your obesity, chemically, like actually, absolutely chemically. So that should be incentive for you, especially if you are pharmaceutically medicated for depression. That should be incentive for you to lose the rest of the weight to get as healthy as possible. For anybody out there, and I'm probably I, I could do videos about this this week. Obesity causes depression. I don't like it's another reason why they don't want you to lose weight because like and when I say they I mean the pharmaceutical industry and the food industry they don't want you to lose weight and they pay fucking billions of dollars in advertising dollars a year to try to prevent you from fucking taking the stages to not eat their processed food and therefore not need their pharmaceuticals they spend tons of money on it every year like get there faster for real okay when I say they they don't want you healthy. It's like the big food companies, the big pharma companies, the tr you know trucking companies that truck all the all the shit back and forth, everything like that, and the politicians that all these companies and all these industries have purchased do not want you healthy because it cuts into their money. But take the thirty days no fast food and go thirty days no processed food. Just eat whole meats, vegetables, and fruits for thirty days it'll change your world. Like it'll, it'll completely change your world and you can build healthy habits out of that and, and, and go from there with it. You know, like you can keep building on that, you know? Much laundry to do. It just became so overwhelming to the point where I just didn't know what to do with it anymore. Uploading daily during Vlogmas, I didn't have the mental capacity to be working.
around the clock and also doing like 18 loads of laundry. So it has just added up to the point where now I'm kind of almost out of clothes. I'm uploading daily again on TikTok and shorts and still doing all of these YouTube videos on top of it. So I was like, you know what? What is wrong with me getting somebody to help me get caught up? Why is that such a bad thing in my mind? So out of curiosity, I looked up how much it costs for wash and fold services. And it said it was $250 per load. Looking back on it, that definitely was like a too good to be true price. Regardless, I saw the price. I said, okay, yes, it'll just help me get caught up. If I just can get caught up, I won't be so overwhelmed and I can keep up with like, I knew that I just fucked up. I was so pounds of clothes. After tip and taxes, that watching this video i'm able to help myself out in moments like that i was vlogging when the guy came to drop because she needed the baby detergent he looks laundry the whole laundry situation ended up costing have an amazon package i pretty much live in my kitchen now i realize there's kitchen stuff okay i do suggest too like people people trying to get off this stuff and i think we're i think i'm about done with this video so because i, I want to answer your questions but Getting used to drinking, uh, cooking your own food, being in the kitchen more, that is an outstanding step also. I am going to tell everybody, go watch the remainder of her video. Please go give her the views. Subscribe to her channel. Wish her nothing but the best. Tell her I said hey. Um, I do think, uh, I do absolutely think that I could help her or anybody in her case out or anybody in her situation out. And I know that's, that sounds like awfully, like, what we need to start doing is just changing our view stance on this and people like her, I'm super happy for her and super proud of her. Here's what I don't like about the 30 day challenge for, for fast food. You can eat a lot of shitty food at home and people oftentimes don't include restaurants as fast food. And you can eat a lot of fucking shitty food at sit down restaurants too. It really does. I mean, fast food is, it, this is kind of, a, I'm, while I'm proud of you for making that step, it is a very small step, but sometimes we need baby steps. So after that baby step, then take another step to go no 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 processed food. And the fucked up thing is you can still eat no processed food at restaurants. You can still go out, you know, and by processed food, you should just really can look for things of a heavily processed nature, such as processed uh, like like processed uh, deli meats when you're out and bread sugary items you know if you take it that next step and only eat whole foods vegetables and fruits for a month and then occasionally add back in something like it would be just very beneficial for people and i think the the 30 days is a good idea to build habits for but it should just it just should not be like we're at a weird stage in society right now that it is that and it shouldn't be i'll tell you where it shouldn't be because then i'll just i gotta stop it it doesn't matter if it shouldn't be or should or should be. It just it it isn't. So therefore, it doesn't matter whether it should or shouldn't. But it shouldn't be this huge leap to not eat fast food for thirty days. Like it's a very scary, bad sign for society that that's a challenge for a lot of people. You know, no fast food for thirty days. I haven't had fast food in years. Like actual drive-through fast food, I haven't had it in years, like two two years, and even and the two and we did it two years ago during 2020 when we went kayaking and we camped in the wood, camped in the swamp basically, and when we came out, the first meal I had was Arby's, and I got two tubs of meat. I still didn't get processed carbohydrates. I just got the deli meat. That was the last time I ate fast food. You know, it's not, it shouldn't be this big thing, you know, uh, it, it shouldn't be this huge event, but I'm going to answer some questions. If you have questions, let me know if you, even if it's, 
If it's something that you agree with, disagree with, please do. I do highly encourage, like I highly encourage those few, like cause what's weird is I don't get a lot of dislikes on my videos. It's very strange. But those of you that come just to, just to be hateful or just like you, cause you disagree, let me know. We can talk about this shit. Like I'm not afraid to talk to these motherfuckers. I don't understand why they're afraid to talk to me. It's crazy. Uh, I ate a salmon patty and protein shake for breakfast. I get much less hungry if I do a high protein breakfast. High protein, healthy fat, always first. Always first. You know, uh, portion control is a skill many do not have. You know, I, I I agree with the portion control issue, but a lot of it is just like it's not necessarily it's that people will just make themselves hungrier with how they eat is a huge portion of this. People are hungrier to begin with because of just our, you know, when you're fat, you're hungrier because your body's more like it's one of the reasons why no morbidity works so well. It just is, you know, and for those of you, again, you can get no morbidity at tigerfitness.com, ambrosiacollective.com, vitamin shop. Uh, and it is a non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based appetite suppressant, safe and effective alternative to these harsh pharmaceutical, very expensive weight loss drugs that are out right now. Very safe and effective alternative that produces, I can produce people have, that have lost multiple, many people that have lost 15 to 20% of their body mass in four to six months, when 15 to 20% is what the harsh pharmaceutical drugs claim in 68 to 72 weeks. You know, it's like, it's out there. We, we, need, we, we need to realize we need to get there. And all of these things, all of them, no morbidity, the harsh pharmaceutical drugs, like these drugs like Wegovy and Ozempic and stuff like that, all of these things should be used as a tool to build a healthier lifestyle, such as this young lady that we just saw is trying to do for herself. She's building a healthier lifestyle. So even if you are on no morbidity, start off getting an ounce of fluid per pound of body mass, focusing on protein forward you know, uh, nutrition, like protein, healthy fats, then fill in with carbs at the, at the tail end. Carbohydrates, should be eaten normally mostly in the evening. Breakfast, start off with just protein, healthy fat. And then if you have like if you have breakfast, your first meal have be protein and healthy fat. And then whatever carbs you're gonna have, have them later on the day. So if they have a glycemic response with your body, you'll be less like less, you'll be hungry less of the day. Like if you have eat something sweet first thing in the morning and your insulin starts pumping and you're hungry all day long, you're more likely to eat more all day long. But if you have something that might you know, spike your insulin later on in the evening. You're only hungry for a couple hours before you go to bed. You know, I mean, it's just very basic steps. We do this with our coaching too. So please do check that out or you can get a consultation. We've had a few people get consultations already here on this. So please do grab one right now. I appreciate it. If you use this deal, it's 33% off um, and it's just for the lives. So please do check it out. Now, now, now let's, let's get to a few more people. I've been no processed food for six years. Great goddamn job. My coworker who met me less than six years ago thinks I'm a decade younger. It's wonderful. I mean, it it just is. It helps, you know. Is it an, an is it a hormonal effect? A hormonal effect? What, uh, you're going to have to elaborate what your question was because I don't know. I, I spoke about quite a few things here. Uh, if you're talking about depression, that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, being obese is being obese leaves you in a chronic inflammatory state. It causes depression. Hang on a second. Uh, 
Uh, Harvard says being overweight is a risk factor of conditions, diabetes, heart disease, and even certain types of cancer. Whoops. Said from France shows that more than 9,000 older adults in 10 years confirmed that obesity is associated with depression. So, and I mean, then there's always going to be the people, people that are like, well, that's because how society treats us, blah, 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 blah. It's hormonal also too. Your body is producing more estrogen than needs. Your testosterone levels are out of fucking whack uh, when, when you're obese as a male or female. Cause it, cause I mean, it's, it, Fat, your your body fat is an organ on your body, and it is it is it produces estrogen. So there's truth. Yeah, there's absolute truth that says obesity causes depression. Absolutely. My husband is a, is on a two year is on two years without uh, with cutting out drive through and uh, made the last changes. He made a video or post. He's he's doing it for life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I can't imagine being being completely broken by laundry, but okay, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's it's first world problems. Alan, uh, this morning I gave myself the permission to to overeat thanks to period and self, uh, sleep deprivation due to intense cramps. Once you change your eating habits and food choices, your binge looks different. That I that is absolutely um, I, like. People don't understand this. If you are hormonally more hungry, like if uh, for women on your cycle, there's likely two days before or two days, two or three days before or two or three days during your cycle that you are a little bit more hungry. I suggest to all my female clients that you take in another half portion of protein at, like, at a meal, normally your first meal, just feed yourself, like get yourself satiated. Like it should not be this thing where, like once a month you have to deal with this. Like you can deal with the cal. like if there's a calorie, you know, consequence basically, like if it has, if that two days, like it's, it's two or three days of like two or 300 extra calories a month, have that, give yourself permission to have that. So you feel satiated. This should not be a battle. And this is what I want. This is what we do in our coaching too. This is one of the reasons why, if you have been having trouble with your eating habits and stuff like that, why we, we can help you with our coaching. It is daily communication, weekly video conferences, and we help you adjust your lifestyle bit by bit by bit because it should not be a struggle. It, it absolutely should not be a struggle. It should not be something that you have to be completely dedicated to. You should set yourself up in habits that just have you be healthier and have you not struggle with it. Like I struggle with my binge eating every day because I have an actual eating disorder. It's binge eating disorder. And I do not ever want to give it the courtesy to pretend it doesn't exist. And then all of a sudden it take me over again. That will not happen to me. I will never ignore it. But I also lead a life fairly food stress free. I, there's several items I do not ever eat. And there's several items I don't eat inside the house because I don't have good portion control with them. I don't eat them responsibly. And one item I don't ever eat because it will make me binge. And that's peanut M&Ms. But beyond that, I just kind of moderate myself, you know, it, with the, I, and I, you know, stick to certain things. Like I'm always going to hydrate well. If I, if I, I, my binges are way more like in my mind, they're way more because I allow myself to fall out of habits, like healthy habits that support me not binging, right? Stress relief, hydration, proper sleep, right? If I am, if I sleep, if I get bad nights of sleep, if my insomnia hits, I fucking so focus on hydration, focus, focus, focus on it because I can't have, I don't want two of these things, two of these plates that I'm spinning to fall off at the same time because that could lead to a binge. You know, people should understand that 
they can like do better without it being completely like a you know it, it, without it like absorbing your life or being torturous you should not be overtly hungry multiple days of the month you should be satiated and satisfied you should not be overfed the idea is that what we try to find is the line where the person can be satiated and satisfied between eating almost all whole foods and then occasionally just for pleasure to help them feel uh, satisfied items for pleasure and that's what we do at our coaching that's how we kind of uh, kind of how we kind of help people rewrite their lifestyles. And then we, once we get used to those habits, we do it a little bit more. Those habits, we do a little bit more, you know? Is no more okay to give the 21-year-old Lauren? We already do, uh, don't do uh, no fast food. So yes, no morbidity is absolutely okay to give to a 21-year-old. Absolutely okay. Let's see here. I started backtracking my cal. Uh, started backtracking my calories uh, recently, and it really helped me cut through uh, me cutting out overeating. Tracking, in addition to no morbidity supplement, has done amazing for me. That is amazing, Valerie. What I would love for you to do is, as you're uh, as you're inputting your meals into you're inputting your calories into the tracker, be guessing ahead of time before you put it in. Okay, you want to start teaching yourself these, so it becomes almost like second nature. And then you won't, like, if you all of a sudden forget to put stuff in, you're keeping mental track. You kind of want to make yourself, you want to use the opportunity to, while you're tracking, to teach yourself uh, what all these things are so you can then become the tracker type thing. But great job. If sucralosis links to cancer, why, uh, why does Mark still put, uh, put it in nectar or does he put such small amounts that it's not harmful? You'd have to ask Mark about that. But I, from what I understand, it's super small amounts. So, uh, but you'd have to ask him about that. Uh, I hope she is successful in her journey. It's long and hard uh, and lots of learning to do. I, I completely agree. I completely, completely agree. Uh, I, would ate, I would have ate dozens of, uh, ate dozens of donuts, dozens of donuts and dozens of uh, eclairs, but now I ate two dozen of sushi rolls and sweet and sour chicken. Uh, we'll binge on 300 ground beef and kefir later and maybe some beans too. I don't, don't binge. Like, don't overeat. Don't eat to the state of uncomfortableness. That's a bad habit to get into also, okay? Because that's the, I mean, the idea, like, giving your permission, yourself permission to have a meal, something for pleasure occasionally is one thing. To, to hurt yourself, which is what a binge is. Eating to the point where you're overfull is hurting yourself. That's a different story. So be careful. Uh, haven't seen the, the guy that told you that uh, your cardiovascular fit in a while. He's probably one of the commenters. Are rice cakes okay? I eat them fairly often. So why, it depends on what else you're eating. It depends on how often you eat them, how much of them you eat, what you're putting on them. How, how often you have them, when you have them, depends. Rice cakes are pure carbs. Yeah, but they're almost, I mean, it depends. On, it still depends on when you have them. Carbohydrates are not necessary, but they're not evil, especially if it's like, like I mean, if you, if you have, like, to view something like a rice cake as something super bad, it's not necessarily healthy either, you know? Some are less calorie dense, depending on how uh, much air is put into them. Absolutely. Um, 
but I still think that it, like if you if, if they're better than bread, I should say that. You know, they're they're better they're better better than bread. So I have them occasionally though, you know. But I, I but I, when I have them, I'll you know I will have some peanut butter and jelly on one. You know, I'll be I'll be the first one to say like the idea is is to not have, make it feel like you have to restrict from everything. You know, like occasionally have something. I would classify them as a processed food though, just so everybody knows. So I occasionally do have them though. Uh, I replace my oatmeal with eggs in the morning and my energy is so much better. No more acne either. That's fucking awesome, Emily. Great goddamn job. I've never understood uh, sh sugary cereal for breakfast. I, uh, I'm instantly starving. I don't even keep cereal in my house anymore. Good for you. Absolutely good for you. Uh, I'm making keto waffles and turnip hash when, uh, when we get a brunch. That's good. Good, good, good. Lisa, how are you? Chris, what's going on? Late but gets it. I hear you. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, obesity and depression is they're absolutely linked. Obesity causes my 40 year old friends to have health issues. I associate with 70 year olds. Yep. Always. Uh, fit the fat, fat, fit show. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it, it's mass. It's a mass. It causes a uh, massive depression. I love immortal, but MTS is still out of stock. Uh, what would you recommend in place? I, you know, I, if I'm not going to get immortal, I normally get like any, like any one at the, anyone at the store. The thing with immortal is it, it's like four supplements. Cause it's like a greens thing. It's a probiotic. It's so many things. That's why I like immortal. But otherwise that, like for the multivitamin portion, I would just get a multivitamin at the, at the store, but like immortal so much more than a multivitamin, you know? Hey, Alan, does your body get used to the uh, workout that is no longer an impact? How would I identify at this point? Does your body get used to a workout that's no longer an impact? Just because your body gets used to the workout doesn't mean you're not still working yourself out. You know, you know what I mean? Like, there's gonna, there's gonna be only so fit that you can do. Push yourself a little harder, maybe with the rest times and stuff like that. But I mean, if you're still getting activity and you're still getting activity and you might not be progressing too much when it comes to muscular development and stuff like that. But like, I that's not and again just for the record, that's not really the type of coaching I do. But if you, know, it's always going to change stuff up. I change my workouts up fairly often just to fucking keep myself interested more than anything. You know. I managed not to binge and overeat while at the hospital overnight. I was visiting uh, and staying with someone, brought food with me. Good for you, Heidi. Good for you. And, and I hope the person that you're talking about gets better. I find myself craving salt. What is something healthy I can uh, eat to satisfy this craving? Salt your food. Uh, you should salt your food. Or I, I, I'll, do, I, I'll I do a pickle maybe to satisfy that craving. Yes, I, we usually gain five pounds between Friday and uh, Sunday, but this week only one pound again. Good for you. Good for you. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, huge mass difference. Plan to ask my doctor about no more uh, breastfeeding and the hunger is real. I don't think you should breastfeed and take no morbidity. And it's there's not any data that shows that you shouldn't. There's not there's just been no testing to say it's absolutely safe. I, I'm in a weird position when it comes to this. And Mark agrees with me, by the way. Like, so about this. Like, there, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do what the pharmaceutical industry does with our products. Like, don't, don't, if you're pregnant, don't take no morbidity. There's no data that shows it's unsafe for you, but there's no data that shows it's safe. 
And I'm going to lean on the, since there's no data that shows it's safe, don't take it because you're pregnant. It's a baby. Especially like breastfeeding, same thing. Please don't. Please wait till you're done. Try try to, you know, and, and Caitlin, Caitlin, you know, if get a consultation or something, maybe I can help you rearrange your food in a way that is going to help you not be as hungry. But, and we've had, and we have multiple clients, by the way, that, that, that are breastfeeding right now. Um, but please don't please like, please, please, please understand. Like, I'm not saying that it's unsafe. I'm just, since it's not, since it's not proven safe, I don't think you should take it, you know? A range of studies have found that no evidence of sucralose causes cancer in humans. Uh, cohort study, sucralose intake was not associated with risk of cancer. I know, but I mean, it's an artificial sweetener still. And I, and I, I mean, I, Mark is going to put safe amounts of food in his, in his shit. It's the, the, I really believe that that person was trying to just be a troll. That's probably, that could be fucking, what's his name for all we know. I get my cardio chase my three-year-old. That's absolutely a good way. Rice cakes with eggs, avocado and everything, but bagel seasoning. That sounds good. No, sorry, that will only make me feel full and satiated. Woman, that's uh, that's to not feel hungry. I'm I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about, Seta. So. What's your advice on cutting out dependency on sweeteners? It seems to me to be getting more and more dependent upon them. I seem to be getting more and more dependent upon them. My advice would be to try to cut them as quickly as humanly possible, because the problem with that is a lot of times your body, anytime you even taste sweet, you still go through the same hormonal reaction, depending on what type of artificial sweetener it is. It still tells your body to make fat, that sort of things. But it also makes you hungrier because your body's like, hey, want more of that, you know? Tammy Lemon. Hey, I just want to thank you. You really inspired me earlier in the stream talking about uh, how to pick up after a binge. I'm uh, I'm on the replay. Tammy, is that, is that really you? Because I'd love to have a conversation with you if that's really you. You know, just, just so you know. Uh, at some point in time, I'd love to have you on the channel, if not right now. Uh, if if that's actually you, I'd love to have you on here. I don't know if it is, though, because there's no check by it. But. Well, Alan, wait. Let me check on something. Give me one more second. Because if that's actually you, Tammy, I'd love to have a conversation at some point in time. That would be pretty neat. And good, good, good. So, uh, Tammy Lemon, if that is actually you, please reach out to me either on uh, uh, Instagram or reach out to me on Twitter. And I'd love to have you on the channel. And uh, we could go over, like, you could... We could literally view it as like uh, try to help people and we could view it as a counseling session. If that's actually you. Um, or, and this is no shit, if you just want to get help, uh, I will, uh, I'll help you. So give me one second here. Sorry, I'm checking something out here. There we are. Oh, Tammy, that is actually you. That's amazing.
tell you what, I'd love to have you on the channel at some point in time. I, you know, and I or love to love to talk to you at some point in time, give you whatever advice I can to help you out. Um, they have people have asked me to check out your channel a lot, uh, and I, I, if you ever if you ever want to have a conversation, need some help, let me know. I would I'd be I'd be absolutely totally down to it. And thank you for the compliment. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, you really inspired me earlier uh, earlier in this stream talking about how to pick yourself up revenge on I'm on the replay. Very good. Thank you very 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 much. Uh, everything super processed is too much sugar. I completely agree with that. Thank you for answering my question. Curtis, you're very welcome. Uh, I recently have been, uh, been focusing on 10 grams of fiber per day, per, 10 grams of fiber per meal, and it has really helped, uh, of course, lots of water too. The fiber thing, a lot of people use that to, to, to satiate them. I, it, I have a fiber supplement that I take occasionally, but I take most of mine in from like veggies uh, and stuff like that too. More water can also help with salt craving. Uh, with, also help with salt cravings, as you indicated. Do you're underhydrated? Most people are. Do I track my macros? My fitness pal to me seems off. Um, I do not track my calories anymore. I did for a long time. People that join our app, by the way, and our coaching clients can track your macros right in our app, and we will give uh, uh, we will give uh, you know guidance on those things too in our app. But I do not track mine. I just kind of taught myself what is in everything. And very honestly, as long as I'm eating whole foods and controlling my binges, my weight stays fairly the same. I can alter it. Uh, uh, and again, I'm not hungry. So I just, I eat what I know, like the portions of food I know I need to eat. I'm not hungry, so I don't like feel forced to, you know. Cactus Patch, I eat small pieces of jerky when I crave something salty. That's good too. Is Immortal back in stock? I'm not sure. Uh, processed foods and sugars cause inflammation. They absolutely do. Uh, thank you for the sucrose info. Learning a lot. Good for you. Good, good, good. Thank you very much. What's up, KC? How you doing? You're supposed to be super hungry during breastfeeding, though. Uh, you are pro uh, providing nutrition to your child, and your body needs fuel. That's what I'm saying. You should feed yourself a little bit more. Uh, but also, like we work with people, and that's what we normally do. So, just so you know. Uh, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Definitely going to check out uh, your website. Thanks for answering my questions. You're very, very welcome. Thank you very much. And in case anybody just wants to join the app, give me one second. Here is the link to just join the app. You get live pre-recorded classes, all sorts of things like that. And Tam, if you're still watching, I'm probably going to reach out to you on either Instagram or uh, or whatever, because I mean, you, I, you've you, like people have been asking me to go over your channel forever. I thought it would, I think it would just be neat for us to go over what you what you think I could help you with uh, live at some point in time. So please let me know. What do I do if I never feel satisfied and full of uh, after my lunch? Uh, I ca it causes me to binge. I have a I have I like have protein, fiber, carbs, and healthy fats on my plate, but I'm still feeling unsatisfied and want sugar. It sounds to me like you've got a problem with sugar, Dasha. I would love to help you out at some point in time. Um, because uh, if, if you have a, if you have that big of a problem with sugar, one of the things that Crystal does really well, I I'm, I'm good at it, but Crystal does really really well is help people break their sugar dependency, um, and she does she does that through our coaching. So. You can actually ask for a consultation with her, even if you wanted, uh, or me, or there's our list linked to our coaching. Um, I do think you should increase the portion of protein by the by the same size portion you have of carbohydrates and pull the carbohydrates away from the meal. 
add a little bit more protein, healthy fat, try to satiate you that way. I'd also ask how much fluid you have in by midday. Um, if you don't have um, uh, at least, uh, you know, at least 50% of your total hydration or 75% of your total hydration for the day in. So basically take your body weight to, times it by 0.75 and try to get that much hydration in by your midday in ounces. Um, that might help you feel more satiated and help you avoid the binge too. But if you need to help avoid binges, you should get a consultation. We can help you out. I do hope that that helped out, uh, helped out with it uh, a little bit too much. Or a little too much. I do hope that helped out, helped you out a little bit. But again, I would suggest somebody that's having, uh, it seems like multiple issues that are causing it to binge, uh, uh, causing you to binge. I do think that it would be really, really, really good for you to uh, uh, get a consultation. We can help you out, you know, or consultation and or, um, and or, you know, whatever, uh, and or whatever you need to do, like consultation coaching, that sort of thing. Yeah, right. And we are approaching, we're at an hour and 20 minutes. Man, I went over. Holy shit. So uh, thank you for taking a stand on uh, all the things you do. Keep it real. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. The biggest trick you taught me to not be hungry was stop diet drinks. I'm telling you, uh, when the diet drinks, they taste sweet. So the body still recognizes it's sweet. So it still makes you hungry, you know? Uh, the consultation was really motivating. Uh, Amy, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad it did well for you. Thank you very much. It was great talking to you. So uh, unrelated to the video, but do you guys have any ideas on when product two is coming out? We're told April. We're told early April. So, uh, hey, on, I just bought uh, Beyond Willpower and book. I got links for the app and, and, and Park Q. I see you in there. I'll be sending you uh, a message here as soon as I'm done. So. Uh, no, fill out the Park Q and everything like that. Yeah. But I mean, I, I believe that it's thank you. Oh, thank you for the purchase of the book. No, that that we sent that. Like the thank you for the purchase of the book. That's me. I just messaged you back. That's me. Uh, that sent you the book. And the app is, you get the app and, the, but to be on the app, you have to have a park queue. So you get the app for free. And I just sent you a message. That's where your book's at too. I went on a diet and uh, on diet root beer for, I went on diet root beer for a couple of weeks and was starving. Seconds I stopped, hunger stopped. It's because even though there's not sugar, even though there's not calories, the taste of sweet is still causing you to be hungry. Like this is what we do. We can control hunger. We can we can help you learn the habits to control your hunger. We can figure out what makes you hungry through our coaching and help you avoid, mitigate, or just eat those things at a time when it's going to make you less hungry to you know for your day. Like it is like this can be done, you know. I worked out every day this week. That is outstanding. Great show today. Thank you very much. I was slightly Elevated LDL, and the doctor says it could be due to animal products intake. What would you recommend for the getting uh, getting inadequate protein while limiting animal products? Um, I'm not a doctor, but I would get a second opinion. Uh, but I also would you could take in uh, more peas, more uh, like uh, more lima beans, more you know, beans like that, stuff like that for the protein. Um, beans and rice is a full protein. Hemp seed is amazing for protein. Chia, those sorts of things. So. Uh, Alan is a really nice person outside YouTube. Everyone should have a consultation with him. Just see that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. 
She also mentions it could be partially genetic. Partially, I'd, I'd imagine. So, uh, grow up your taste buds a little. Okay, I love peas. I love peas. Yeah. Um, uh, red meat and olive oil can lower your LDL as well. I agree. Uh, that's that's why I said get a second consultation. Anyway, guys, hour and twenty three minutes. I gotta go. I hope everybody has a great day. Uh, please do. Last here here's here it is. You can use this uh, a way to uh, as a way to change your life. If you yo yo dieted, we can help you change your life with a consultation or with coaching. Anyway, uh, Alan, I'm up at four a.m. but hitting munchy mode about six p.m. Uh, what is the best time for Nomo? I would say uh, somewhere around probably uh, four p.m. Have a good day. All right. Talk to everybody soon. Bye.